You are listening to The Break Room Podcast, brought to you by the Academy of New York. My name is Chris, and hey there. If you're listening to this podcast, I have a request. I want to interview you. Yeah, you, the teacher. I want to interview you and talk about anything that you are passionate about. Because if you are passionate about a certain topic, chances are your students will want to learn about it and get to know you even more. And the added benefit from this is that you can use these podcasts as listening for detailed exercises. So you could create questions surrounding these podcasts and they could answer the questions as they go along. On today's episode, I speak with teacher Adam Cajon from California. And this podcast is going to be random because it kind of was random. I just brought him inside and I just pressed record and we just had a normal conversation about California, what foods that he missed, some of the slangs that are said in California, and most importantly, what are the different personality types between Californians and New Yorkers. So I hope you guys enjoy the podcast and let's start the show. Adam, welcome to the Break Room Podcast. Hello, hello. I'm honored, honored to be here. Oh, please. The honor is all mine, my friend. Oh, damn, Thank okay. you very much. I can't out-nice you, so I'll, I'll leave oh, it at that. Please, stop <laughs> it. So the question that I always ask my teachers in the beginning is a question that my students ask me. Mm-hmm. Why Poland? Okay, that's, um, you know, it's funny about that is all your students ask you that, and pretty much everyone I've met in Poland has asked that 20 seconds after getting to know that I come from uh, California. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd say that, well, I have family here, so that's probably stage one. But other reasons was just that um, I needed a change from American culture, if you can believe that. Um, I left behind the beach and really good burgers and burritos. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> Breakfast burrito <laughs> and watching the sunset at the same time. Is some just... good burgers for some good pierogi? Um, no, is that a good trade-off? So, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I'm going to eat fish with jello around it um, anytime soon. Uh-huh. But the pierogi and um, the barsh and all that stuff is, the food's decent. It's pretty good. No, there is a little bit more of a at-home type of culture here versus the always uh, eating out and not exactly having like the strongest family unit for the good thing or for the bad, it's, you know situational but okay so it just leads to my next question here what do you miss the most about california because you're from cali (laughs) i for me i would say i would miss the beaches is that something that you miss or do you miss something else um so yeah going to the beach and since we were on the west coast we always had the sunset um on the horizon over the ocean and so that was definitely a good way to uh, deal your stress if life was going too quick, you could just, you know, 30 minutes, one hour, two hours, just sit on the beach and it was kind of recharging the batteries. Um, I also would say just hills, mountains. I know that we have Zakopana here and I think, what is it, Bieszczady Mountains? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, that's, that's really cool, but it was like in, I come from San Diego, um, so... 30 minutes in one direction, I had the beach, and then 30 minutes in another direction, by car, 
I had mountains that I could hike up. And um, maybe two hours away, we had the Sierra Nevada uh, mountain range. So you just had, you know, all these options to go hiking to, I mean, you had everything within about 30 minutes. So that was. So you're here in Poland now. How long have you been living here? Jesus. Uh, four years. Okay. Or almost four years. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And do you plan on going back to the States at some point? Or do you, are you really calling this place home? Um, that's actually, that's an ongoing, <laughs> ongoing process here, uh, ongoing process. to be determined. <laughs> um, I've, I've already settled down. I got the, I have, you know, the girlfriend, I got the dog, you know, we, we've made certain, you know, um, couple, um, uh, decision, you know, decisions, like major life decisions. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I have no reason to, to go back at least for the moment. Okay. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Okay, so let's get into the main topic of today, okay? <laughs> You're from California, I'm from New York. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the different sort of slangs that we like to use in our <laughs> own culture. You here. know what? It might be the same. Maybe you just say it faster or slower. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> okay, so let's let's start off with the basics here. If you're going to meet your friend, what is a slang that you often use with your friend? Um So this was a funny thing. Uh, I think you also New Yorkers say it. Sup? Sup? And then uh, sup y'all. So sup y'all. Okay, so sup uh, with just S U P and then y'all with the Y apostrophe A L L. So yeah, sup y'all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now we mostly say what's good. What's good? What's good, homie? Okay, okay. Yeah. So what's good? What's so, happening? So sup, sup, sup. It was a lot of sups. A lot of sups. <laughs> In our conversations, yeah. <laughs> is, is the cliched dude. Is that you know, because when people hear the word dude, they often relate that to Californians. Is that an actual thing that a Californian say? Um, yes, that is super stereotypical. Um, it's not just a Hollywood thing. We say it all the time and it's just kind of, um, we say when we're angry, we're, we say when we're loving something, we say when we're really surprised. Um, Probably top five, you know, top five word right there for, um, for you know, Californian vocabulary. <laughs> yes. Just dude. like, dude, uh, this burrito was amazing. Dude, dude, that, you know, that <laughs> Dude, where's my more. car? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and even, even let's say when we want to say, hey, uh, what you did wasn't cool. Um, that was kind of bad. Then we kind of go into the. Dude, you know. Ah, dude. now it's the emphasis on the dude. Yeah, yeah. So if it's like, if you're happy, dude. But if you did something wrong, dude. Yeah, if someone bumped into you, dude. <laughs> yeah. So for New Yorkers, we have something different. So we either say fam. Fam. Or bruh. All right, so bruh. Bruh. Like, now, bruh, in our, in our culture, is sort of similar to dude. We can be like, what's up, bruh? What's going on? <laughs> But if you do something bad, if you bump into me, you step on my shoes, you mm -hmm. eat my you eat my cereal, bruh, bruh. bruh. Are you serious? Is cereal bruh level? Cereal <laughs> bruh level. Cereal is bruh level. Like, okay. bruh, are you serious? I just bought this. I bought this yesterday. Yeah, are you eating this now, bro? Now, if we go with the bro, see what I did there? Bro to bro, bruh. If you go to bro, now it's a little bit more serious. Like, bro, are you serious? <laughs> So that's what we use in our culture. Dude, I never knew that. It <laughs> takes a podcast to learn that. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> good. Good. 
So let's go with um, what does Cal if if I say California, mm-hmm. what comes to mind? I mean, it's a it's a state that has a little bit of everything. Um, it has a little bit of Texas, it has a little bit of rock, a little bit of country. Uh, it has pretty much every type of um, you know, outdoor feature, beaches, mountains. Um, the people are also really different. We have, we call it like SoCal, Southern California, and we have NorCal, Northern California. And there's a difference. But then we also had like Central California, and that was kind of like the more country, you know, uh, part. So I just say it's kind of like you have a buffet um, and you can just, well, you can't pick everything from the buffet, but you can definitely, you have a lot of options in the buffet of, for life. And so it's a, it, it, you could be, you can encounter or, or communicate with basically per, any person from all over the world. Yeah. This is the hub. Besides New York City, people come to California with some sort of dream. Yeah. Whether it's be a celebrity, again, it's a show business, or maybe just have a nice, peaceful, warm life, right? Yeah, yeah. Same thing in New York probably is like everyone is a transplant or foreigner or like let's say first generation, second generation um, immigrant. Well, see, this is or, what I appreciate about Californians and that, that'll be my next question. What do you like about New Yorkers? But here's what I li- love about Californians. <laughs> you guys are super chill. Or well, if it's nothing that I understand. But you guys are super chill. Like Californians are very calm, collected. Um, very conscious with the things that they say, with the things that they do. And mm-hmm. it's very evident, right? California has a lot of people now, now that are changing their diets to veganism or they're changing their lifestyles in order to reduce waste. Yeah. New Yorkers, uh, we're a different character. But I would say the calm demeanor of a Californian. And I say this because one of my best friends, she's from San Francisco. Okay. And she owns her own pie shop. And because, you know... Even though she's an entrepreneur and she works crazy hours, you know, for her pie shop, she always maintains this positive attitude. Every time you see her, her smile just lights up the room. People go to this to her shop just to speak to her. The pie is the benefit. Mm-hmm. People go to see her. And I, that's what I really find attractive because there are a lot of people that are just like my best friend. Right. And you don't have that in New York or... You know, it's it's different, but, you know, for me, I could be critical about my own people, but New Yorkers are very straightforward. You know, if if you're not going to provide me something that's going to benefit me, I don't want to waste my time with you. But for Californians, they actually, when they say, how are you, they really mean it. How are you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Definitely. um, I I think people from other states, maybe from around, you know, let's say Arizona and all that, they still say, how are you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Mm-hmm. But um, you know they they say that so I go well you know fine and they're already shaking someone else's hand or already moving on to um, to something else so I can attest to that that that's a we we actually expect an answer <laughs> even if that's two words three words a you little know? bit too intrusively sometimes like <laughs> yeah. how are you well you didn't tell me how you were <laughs> how are you my friend <laughs> and, and that's another thing when um when we're i you know i'm also asking my students every day and you know kind of maybe demanding you know more than just two word two word an answer but i always tell them too that you know if you say that you know if i ask you how you doing 
and you go, uh, I'm fine, I'm okay. Like, to at least everyone I knew in California, that was signal signaling to them, okay, so what's wrong? How can you only be fine? How can you only be okay? Like, the bare minimum was, was good. And a lot of people say, great. And, um, you know, I know that's kind of alien to even, you know, Polish people and other Americans, but it really, it's like, either it's fake or it's genuine that um, people want to be and try to be happy in California, I guess. That is very true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, once you get in a car and into the traffic in Los Angeles, I mean, that all of that stuff we've been talking about, being chill and relaxed, goes away. But as soon as people... Uh, step out of the car, you know, then then it we revert back to being a little bit more relaxed. So that that's sort of a double-edged sword. There, you've brought up a good point. Um, there are Californians that are that are really happy all of the time, but it could also be a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in terms of when I speak to Europeans, they tell me I don't know what they tell you, but they tell me all the time. I feel that Americans' attitude are fake. Because yeah. they are always happy all of the time. You cannot be happy all of the time. True. Why are Americans so happy all of the damn time? So, why are, ha- why are Americans so happy <laughs> all of the time? Why, why do you think so? Um, so, I guess we kind of hit the nail on the head a little bit with we can't be all the time. But I think that um, some people don't want to be bringing the negative energy into the room. If, if you're going to... Meet people at the ca- you know cafe at someone's house um, business meeting right um, and someone does ask you how are you doing you know how's been your couple last couple of days you know do you really want to answer that question well you know fine you know weather sucks um, so you know it could be better now like everyone's energy has just kind of dropped a little bit and so even if you're lying you can make the case that. You know, even if that's it, it is fake. That it's still helping out. It's still not a fully like selfish, you know, just useless thing. Mm-hmm. So, but as I said, you know, if we if you're close to the beach and if you're feeling bad, you just sit there. You know, <laughs> it can, it could be therapeutic. In a way. It is very therapeutic for yeah, sure. Definitely. All right, <laughs> the spotlight's on you, Adam. What about a, what about New Yorkers that you like the, the most? Um. <laughs> Um, oh boy. <laughs> oh geez. Yeah. I have to dance around this delicately here. Um, honestly, it, and it's it kind of the same a little bit with Polish people. If I guess you know the right ones is, as you said before, just kind of being straightforward. Okay. Um, I was walking really slow when I was walking on the streets of New York and that was a problem for some New Yorkers. Oh, get the hell out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just, you just raised my blood pressure a little bit. You walking slow on the sidewalk. Oh just, no. Oh no, buddy. That's a, yeah, that's something, <laughs> that's something you have to learn. Um, but, and it's a little bit, I think a little bit more in New York. You can, you can definitely uh, join in on a, on a conversation some people ha- are having and throw in uh, your two cents, maybe, your opinion. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I was just, you know, I was only there a couple of times. I, you're absolutely right. Yeah. We, we are not afraid to, to really express ourselves. And this comes from our you know, business-like mentality. Mm-hmm. A lot of New Yorkers have this entrepreneurial spirit. And in order for you to succeed in this dog-eat-dog world, you yeah. really need to stand firm and not only dish it, meaning like tell the truth, tell facts, right, right. but to also take it as well. We got to be able to, to say, all right, 
I know I messed up. I know I'm wrong. I know I'm not the brightest light bulb in the box. I'm not the strongest Avenger. But <laughs> hey, this, you know, this, I believe that this is how it's done in this proper, in this way. Mm-hmm. And also, get the hell out of my way when you're walking in the sidewalk. <laughs> that's, that's what I would say. Right. So, do, do, would you say you guys have um, thick skin or? No, I can't speak for, for right. every New York. I can't generalize. Um, in the beginning, I was thin skinned, mm-hmm. meaning that, you know, I would be able to tell my truth. But whenever somebody criticized me, I would get offended easily. Right. But this, you know, developing a thick skin comes with time. Uh, as you get older, you realize that, okay, I am not perfect. You know, I have my flaws. And because I have my flaws, then I could understand that other people also have their flaws. Right. What I, what I, you know, what hit me as I got, get old, oh my God, I sound like an old man. But what hit me as I got older you know, is that- You're not the day that, you were 25, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> what, but what's significant for me is that we never know what people are dealing with on an everyday basis. Yeah. And, sure. you know, they, they are dealing with their own anxiety, their own trauma, and what we need to do as humans, really, it's not about a cultural thing, is to show more compassion. And I think we're in an age now because of social media and, you know, everybody wants to do their own thing. We're not showing as much compassion as we used to, mm-hmm. but we really need to come back to that, come back to it. Meaning like, okay, this person is having a bad day or this person didn't really provide a good presentation. What's going on, what's going on with them personally? Right. And, how can, be, how, and I, how can I be able to help them instead of criticizing them and making their day even worse? Right. So, but this all came from experience and most importantly, I got this advice from my friend from California. See, I should have I should have lived in California, honestly. I should have. <laughs> that's a that's a yeah. I learned that too. That um, maybe don't be so quick to to throwing blows or um, punching people if they are uh, insulting you or you know being let's say obscene. But not we, punching people physically. We're talking like verbal punching, right? Oh, we're talking heavy. physical punching too. Oh boy, we're not condoling violence on the Breakthrough Podcast, <laughs> no, no, by no, the way. No. Um, but that's actually a funny story here in Poland. Um, we were walking by a group of, uh, let's just say, soccer or football fans. And we were walking by them 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, and we were both laughing at you know jokes that we were saying in our own groups. But one of them, I don't know, somehow took offense to that, that he thought we were laughing at him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some bloody noses here and there. And um, I can't really... You know, be too mad at him because, yeah, maybe in the end, you know, his his mother could have died, uh, his dog could have died, uh, he could have lost his job or something where, you know, you you don't have full control of, of your emotions. And unfortunately, that, you know, lack of control gets onto, can affect other people. But Right. Yeah, so that compassion part really is All right. the big thing. <laughs> exactly. All right, final question, I'm going to let you go. Okay. Now you have to do your thing. No, dude, I'm enjoying this. This is actually, I was super nervous at first. And now this is, this is pretty cool, man. Well, thank you for that. So final question would be, what does teaching mean to you? Okay, okay. Um, you know, I always had like, um, like low self-esteem throughout my life. And um, kind of, I'm not going to say our students have low self-esteem, but, you know, you kind of, you are supporting your students with, um, you know, teaching them and showing them a different perspective, but then they are giving that much, you know, that much back to you with, um, you know, kind of forming this, strangers are forming a bond and having a good time with each other and it's giving you kind of a, 
you know, more hope for humanity that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I really, I really do like um, teaching English by now. I don't, I wouldn't say it was my passion at first, but I'm really enjoying it now. And uh, I really enjoy like, um, it's kind of like when you're working on a project car and, you know, one piece after another is getting replaced and you can, you can see the results happening in front of you. You're putting the work in. And here it's, it's even better that, yeah, you're putting in the work in to teach the student, but then they are the ones that are like using what you provide and you can see that they are improving in front of your eyes. So, so that's a... That's a kind of a cool feeling. I really enjoy that a lot. Very nice. Adam, <laughs> thank you for joining the podcast. Dude, Chris, thank you so much, man. Yeah. We <laughs> and that is it. I want to thank Adam for joining the podcast so randomly. It was so random and it was such a great conversation from it. So thank you, Adam, for such a great conversation. And I hope that this is motivating for other teachers to want to join the podcast as well. We don't have to do it face-to-face. If you're comfortable on Zoom, we can have the podcast on Zoom, but I would love to have you as a guest on my show so you could be able to express any opinion or talk about anything that you're passionate about for your students to learn. You are listening to The Break Room Podcast brought to you by the Academy of New York, and I'll see you soon next time.